So your glasses just broke. But I just realized there's a crack in it. So this this totally sums up <laughs> the last week we've been living. Literally, we sat down to do the podcast and your glasses broke. Yeah, the, my glasses. It. That's it. So, I'm, yeah. So it's a perfect little anecdote of what we've been living through over the last week, which we're excited to share with you. All together. Hello, and welcome to Covert Castaway. I'm Holly. Je suis Stéphane. Join us as we share what we learn and how we're making the transition to live aboard cruising. So there's the Instagram YouTube version of sailing and getting a boat and then there's the reality of getting a boat. <laughs> hey, our reality, we are the anchor in flat water, slight breeze. And rain. But the other side of reality, <laughs> it's raining and it's gray. But yeah. the beauty of it is not too many boats are showing up at the anchorage because yeah, so far it's like, oh, I see blue sky, so more people are going to come. But yeah. at least for the podcast, we can enjoy being in the cockpit and without having too much Yeah, noise. because in about an hour to two hours from now, we'll be hunkered down inside with thunder and lightning storms, which is what's in the uh, forecast. But that's not what we're really here to talk about. So let's talk about what we've been doing the last week or so um, since we got our technical handover. Um, it's a lot of troubleshooting and working out the kinks. So where do you want to start? We made like a long list of stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's stuff that... Uh that has kind of like minor problems and they can be fixed uh, anytime later. The the one problem that we've had and, and it's always tricky to troubleshoot those problems because when you have something working, but after a certain period of time it stops, you're like, oh, okay, what's going on? And then, um, so in this case, a water maker, uh, we've had issues where it works for like 25, 30 minutes, 35 minutes, and then it goes in. And can mode. I just, can I just stop? Yeah. So the second we start the podcast, the party boat shows up to anchor next to us. So that's what's yeah. going on in the background right now. We'll yeah. see how far away they are. Anyway, so water maker. Yeah. So we've been, you know, when you're trying to figure out uh, what is the scenario when this happens. And, and we were making kind of, uh, you know, checking the time, the, the which tank are we filling, you know, kind of like the how much the time water there was how long it's running yeah, yeah so and then trying to film also when it goes in error to see if there is like a pressure problem and and of course sometimes you have everything set up and and then it keeps on working and working and working and you're like okay i guess the problem is fixed but you know in the back of your head yeah probably not and then when you have like technicians that come on board like you hope that it's going to go in error mode when they are there and of course it doesn't yeah, yeah. so so anyway um i think on friday so that was yesterday uh we had uh we went for a short sale with the we had like five Utrecht people on board for, for two electrical <coughs> two from plumbing and so that was great seeing them working together and on the phone mm -hmm. with the the seller team and and so i think now we've because uh, there are a couple reasons why this could happen if there is air intake in the system is too much pressure uh, voltage issue so in this case i think we've identified or they've identified that um it's uh it's more of a voltage power um uh, issue so um on Monday morning, uh, we're going back and they're going to uh, change a couple things 
and, uh, and hopefully uh, uh, yeah. that will resolve that issue. And meanwhile, we were in the midst of getting this fi fixed. We were also working on an electrical or a fuse thing regarding the windlass. Yeah, so there were two minor problems that we uh, could have been fixed later. Uh, I, don't know, I don't want to go into the details, but the, we have a season that controls basically everything. You turn on and off on the boat, and it was showing that uh, the fuse was in a bypass mode for the windlass. So, uh, and we have we added a chain counter, which I think uh, we find quite useful. Yeah, it's really we useful. Had it. And and so what I had read in the documentation, it should the screen should turn off when the when the windlass is turned off. So right. So in this case, um, it was always on, and so electrician came and he figured out the problem, removed the uh, wire, and. And that solved these two problems with the message on the season screen right. and the light. But so we went out. So it was great. We're like, yeah, we're gonna go anchor. It's <laughs> gonna be great. We're gonna like sit down, relax, chill out. So we get to the anchorage. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, the uh, witness is not working. And so so I go back now. I know where the fuse is. I check the fuse and. And I'm like, oh, what's the problem? And and of course, after he did this, like we checked those two things that got resolved, and but we didn't do one more Re check. Was like we checked <laughs> the windows was working, <laughs> and and everything was good in the end. It was a silly thing, but he he turned off the breaker uh, before making his modification. Um, and I, I remember seeing him doing this, but it never came back to my mind to be like, oh yeah, this breaker might be off. So. So anyway, that was uh, the, this breaker <laughs> mm. was the uh, culprit of why yeah. we, we didn't have uh, any power. So, so that was uh, an easy one. Mm -hmm. And, and, and then we had a couple pump problems. Um, one pump. What do you mean? You say couple pump. Couple pump problems. So the first problem with the pump was the AC pump. Um, that was making like a really weird noise. Yeah, it was all related, you know. So. Uh, basically, uh, yeah, the the sound didn't sound right during the day. There is noise and stuff, so it was not super noticeable. And and but then we turn it a couple times at night, and we were like, oh yeah, that's this pump is not turning like regularly. And then you, we have another pump on the other side, different, not as big, but you could hear the sound is different. And um, so you record this. The beauty with telephone today, I mean, it's just... Uh, you record it. And you take pictures, you record, you share. They don't think you're you crazy. Share. You like yeah. share, it, share it with them. Because obviously when they step on board, everything works miraculously. Yeah. It, so it sometimes, yeah. That was good. So in this case, um, they put a uh, same model, um, but bigger uh, yeah. pump. And now it's like, a, it's kind of like a cat. Yeah. Purrs, but it's better. Yeah. Speaking of which, so I didn't mean pump, I meant blower. So we had a, oh. a blower problem. Um, For the engine room. Oh so my God, it was ridiculous. So so the engine room has, has blowers to take the heat from the engine room and to put it outside. And you, those are running while the engines are running. And But when you turn off the engine, obviously there is still heat and temperature yeah. like in, in the so engine room. So it runs room. for a little while. So they, they run for, you set the time. And in this case, uh, it was interesting. Again, yeah, they come and they're like... It sounds I, fine. It sounds fine. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, I would not complain about that sound. <laughs> Luckily, I go back to my phone and like, I think I recorded it. And then it's like, they say, oh, okay. So no, it sounded like a locomotive 
Like it, it didn't even sound like a jet, which would be some kind of loud, cool sound or a Harley Davidson. You know, it sounded like an old, broken down locomotive. So you you back into the dock, and with this beautiful boat, and it's making this awful sound. Like once you turn the engines off, it was just bad. Yeah. So I don't know. There was some defect, but they fixed no, it. They replaced the. Yeah, yeah. Basically, the 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 blades were touching the. Uh, the outside yeah. uh, of that and so there was a little bit of a rubbing uh, and so now they they replaced those and and they also kind of replaced the, the body the cord which they hold on to so yeah. now that's uh, so it's like just the world sound. has changed the world yeah. has changed since that noise went away because yeah. it sounded so bad yeah, yeah so so those are kind of a you know of course they need to be resolved and um and the beauty of it is you know, the, mm-hmm. the Ultramar team and Mercedes during all this is like yeah. uh, awesome. They come on board and and they they all individually want to solve your problems, even yeah. though they probably have other problems. But they No, want that was good. Yeah, so all this, there is a solution to all of those. And then what else? We did the, um, we tested the hydro generator. It worked the first yeah. time, so that was positive. Yeah, we had seen obviously videos and stuff and heard feedback, but that's the first time we personally used the hydro generator. So we have the uh, Watt and C uh, racing version, uh, the uh, aluminum, not carbon. And we got it. Not for the racing, but for the propeller strength. Um, but so, just to be clear, yeah, <laughs> the the purpose of the uh, of this branded racing. But I think it fits better boats that can go fast and can especially can can accelerate, accelerate quickly. Yeah. Uh, because for the uh, the other version, I don't know, it's called the non-racing. You have to basically raise the the hydro generator change the blade you know put uh, the bigger or smaller blades based on, based on the speed and now that i've we've used it and it was in light air and we were sailing at four or five knots i must say i'm sure like you get used to a system but it very much looks like a diy <laughs> setup <laughs> well it's not low like you have to when you put it in you can't have it in when you're kind of coming into a marina or planning to dock. So you have to take it off before you go into a marina. Yeah, that's Which means you have part. to put it on um, and raise it up and down with this little pulley system. So I can imagine if, like, when are you suddenly going to go, oh, I need to change the propeller because the boat is speeding up. You're not going to, like, you have too many things to think about. You're not going to stop, go on the back of the boat, lift the thing up, change the propeller in the middle of the ocean, like, put the new one on. It's just, so anyway. So, I mean, for slower boats, I think it's the right solution for boats like like ours is um, that can go... Yeah, you know, no, that's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't want to be doing that, you know. So, and, and so we explained, so the, the racing. So what it is, it has a hydraulic system. And so the blades, the pitch of the ba- blades, so basically the angle of the blades is going to be changed automatically with the hydraulic system. So you put in the water, you forget about it, and um, and then if you accelerate, it will it will adjust. And so it, it seems well, it worked. So that's good. The first time, woohoo! It didn't produce much power at four or five knots of no, wind. Yeah. Uh, for no, boat speed. I forgot how much we had. It was super light wind. 
yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to to test it, and um, I, I think once we go nine, ten knots, like yeah, we'll get quite a bit of power of that. Mm -hmm. But it's more because you have a wire for electricity at the back of the boat. You have a wire for a cable for the hydraulic, and then you have two lines: one to uh, put it up. That's the easy one because naturally, with the boat moving forward, the uh, the uh, hydro generator wants to come up. And the tricky part is the you have also the uh, block and tackle and then uh, to uh, to put it down. So it's a lot of lines and we can clean that up. And but you're at the back of the boat, and so if you're in strapped windy, in. yeah, strapped in with your it, life may, jacket on, maybe on your knees or <laughs> I don't know. So it, it'll be interesting. It's for yeah. sure. It's it's one of those like. Once you know you're going for uh, um, to be sailing at night or for, for a long passage. time, you set it up and forget about it, and yeah, yeah, you don't want to be messing with it. I can't imagine having the other one and then us trying to remember to change the propellers when you know suddenly the boat accelerates. That's not what you're thinking about, you know. So, so anyway, so anyway that's that was interesting, but we and need to we clean this up a little bit. And then we have a few things that fall in the like. Oh. Stupid category, like um, oh. like the stand-up paddleboard. Oh no! Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. Uh, the stand-up paddleboard. Well, that's not stupid. It's just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we bought. I bought it like a couple of months ago, and um, it's been in the bag. And so you're like, oh, that's an easy project. <laughs> I'll inflate the paddleboard, yeah. put it in the back on the davits under the solar panel, and and then it's done. I inflate it, put it on the davits, <laughs> go look for some... Uh, it looks so sad and droopy. Yeah, off the I side. go look for something to, to, to secure it. And I'm like, oh, what happened? And then I'm like, oh, there's a hole yeah. again. So We may have covered this in the last podcast, but the update is we got the new one. Um, so today's project is... No, well, we got a new one. No, not so easily because we bought it Decathlon. I'm like, oh, that's easy. They will swap. They're pretty good about this. Yeah, but you definitely told us the story the last okay. podcast. Yeah, about the, the, the lady telling you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So now we ordered a new one. We got the new one. And um, I haven't inflated it yet. <laughs> yeah, it should be good. It's sitting in a card box in the cockpit. So then the other stupid category one was the spare anchor. Yeah. This <laughs> which my, we just resolved this morning. My brain is fried, I guess. Just my, like, glasses. Um, yeah, we got the anchor. And and it's shaped. It's, uh, it's a spade anchor. In two parts. So you can take it apart. Yeah, you have the, the shaft. Or I forgot the other now I have the French word in my head, <laughs> but so anyway, it it's shaped a certain the shaft in the head. That's right. Yeah, it's yeah. it's um it's it, the way it's shaped, uh, and naturally, or maybe the way I opened it also, it was in a certain position, and I didn't think about it. I guess it looked natural to put it uh, one side. I'm like, wow, the hole it, it doesn't it's make defective. any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense where it is, and. My brain had no time, like, to show how much fatigue, <laughs> exhaustion <laughs> of, like, moving on a boat and getting too uh, organized and stuff and dealing with some little issues. I never He's had making excuses. Yeah, yeah. And then, so, so anyway, I sent some pictures to the, to the spade um, uh, company. And after they laughed for a, at least 24 hours... No, no, that was that was late last <laughs> night on a Friday night. S this morning, Saturday morning, I have an email back from them. I'm like, wow. And then two hours later, 
Um, so I sent them a, they were asking me for the for the model number and the, the, the whatever the reference. And then they, they contact me um, uh, and, and called me. And I was like, wow, on a Saturday morning, and thank you. And so, so then he's like, looking at the picture, he's like, wow, you need to turn it upside down. <laughs> and as soon as he tells me this, <laughs> I'm like, obviously. You realize I'm putting my life in your hands, right? Like, do you realize that? <laughs> no, uh, uh, hopefully it's not eight. I age since too. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe that's it was like his birthday too. That, that yeah. extra year that suddenly year. like you know. But no, I think it's. Uh, I'm going to put this on the on the overall fatigue. Yeah. And, and once we spend a couple of days at anchor, uh, I think I'll recover. Yeah. But I felt pretty dumb on the phone. I was like, <laughs> I had no time. I, I, lo- I, so I, I even looked at the instructions. They were very small. It's like a small card. And I was like, no, we have a different anchor from this one. That must be the instruction. Oh, no. and it's like my head like, oh, couldn't yeah. even like think straight. Of, uh, yeah. yeah. There were clues in front of me all over. Yeah, you and definitely are, have been short on sleep. So yeah. I'll, I'll give it to you. Um, <laughs> that's fine. And then the kind of other you know, stupid category is, um, I think, you know, last night we had some, we were anchored and we had like <clears throat> some winds coming in cause there's, there's a system getting ready to come in and we were like, you know what, we should move. And we had bigger waves. This is our first time, I think, taking up anchor in, in bigger waves and, and stronger wind. And I was at the helm trying to sort of get a feel for, um, you know, how much engine to put on because it's like you put too much engine, you, you want to put the en- engine on to take the pressure off the anchor once the bridle's off. So you want to do that. Um, but you need to control being in the wind. So you need to do that. And um, at the same time, you know, you don't want to overshoot and go too fast past the anchor because then the anchor chain is under your boat, which is never good when you have rudders and propellers and things. Well, it's further back. Yeah. Yeah. So that was. But the, the gosh, it's like it's like Grand Central Station here. We've got like fighter jets, helicopters, party boats. Seriously. They're just passing by, so that's good. So yeah. no, I think that. So it was kind of a shit show, and we, you know, it also reminded us, and I'm glad it happened because it reminded us, oh yeah, okay, we're gonna have to be able to figure this stuff out, and you know, I'm gonna have to be able to figure how much, you know, pressure to put on the engine, where not enough pressure, and turning the boat, and I had the boat turning. My intention was to turn it to port, and it was I I was turning everything was to port and then it went to so the bottom line is as soon as the wind goes hit the boat on the side yeah um there's a lot of surface area and and then and it's light so it moves yeah yeah so yeah the key is to really try to keep the boat into the wind and that's easier said than done um, yeah, and and we had chosen this anchorage because at first the wind it hmm, looks fine. No, it, <laughs> it, it was it's fine. It rotated later mm-hmm. in the afternoon, and so at that point we said, okay, we need to move and find a different anchorage. So so anyway, it just we I remember when we started with our previous boat, we we've had this issue. Yeah, it was a shit show in the beginning too. And anchoring. then and you know you kind of everything has been pretty light here, and you take it lightly. It's like okay, let's raise anchor, and then to remember, okay, oh yeah, like. Let's Let's make sure we have the apparent wind yeah. on the instrument in front of you as opposed to kind of looking up and down. And we had the headset, but um, so anyway. Which is only accentuated the tone. 
but um, every maneuver, like yeah, yeah, we we need to all the things to, to be prepared. So it's just a good reminder. It is a good reminder, and I'm glad it happened because it it I think we took some good things away from that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and uh, maybe <clears throat> we were napping, so um, we weren't actually following the what was going on with the weather, and we came up from our nap and realized all the boats around us were gone and we're like hmm (laughs) it was the end of the day so (laughs) anyway um so we have yeah a lot of other things to do i think um because we've been focused on kind of getting our punch list checked off to actually leave le grand mot and begin our shakedown we've been really focused on the very near term you know um debugging some of these systems and making sure everything sort of works enough to get us out to do a proper shakedown and bring the boat back for the navage in five weeks or four weeks so <clears throat> yeah so we need to be back uh, end of september yeah so so now so we're going back to uh to the dock tomorrow monday oh we'll get our eperb so that was a big thing yeah getting the eperb because you apply for the mmsi number with the french like government yeah. and then it's a black box like everything and and so finally uh we got that number and uh this is so true with the anything french system related i've no like the not like the french government related like you you send something in they and reply, we got it. They they reply, we got it. And, and then, then you just have to miraculously trust the system that something's happening. And it actually does happen. Yeah. It's just very different than in the U.S. And there's no one you can call. Like, no, there's no phone number yeah. for anything. <laughs> like, this is true for when we did our marriage, when I had to get on your on your livret for family. Or livret for me. And um, some, some other things, a long stay visa. You know, this thing, the MMSI, you're kind of like hoping yeah. <laughs> everything's okay. And so we, you're wondering every day, and, and then <laughs> so suddenly we got the number. That means they can program the number into the EPIRB, and then now the EPIRB is on its way to La Grande Mat. So, so someone can rescue us when we screw up the anchoring situation <laughs> So, <laughs> So anyway, so we'll get our EPIRB. Yeah. So that was uh, because we're going to obviously want to um, sail away and do yeah. more distance over the next few weeks. But... Uh, so we needed that that EPIRB uh, to be uh, compliant, and uh, so yeah, basically we have five five weeks maybe mm-hmm. um, before we bring the boat back in like on map for Navage. So now we're taking a step back and be um, okay. Obviously, we're not going to start with more heavy uh, sailing the first week, so we need to gradually uh, learn the systems. Yeah, I think we're going to try to make our way to, towards Cannes. Um, the Cannes Boat Show, not that we need to be at another boat show, but we have friends who will be in the area. And um, a couple people who've reached out to us at our um, email from either our YouTube channel or from our uh, podcast channel. And so we would like to meet up. And there's some islands off Cannes, I think, that ha- are really nice <clears throat> as well. And then if we pick a good weather window, it'd be really nice if we could make it over to Corsica. Um, oh, we'll we'll go yeah. definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean the over- overall plan is to stay in the Western Med, but Corsica, Sardinia, Balearic, Spain. You know, so we're yeah. going to be crisscrossing here, back and forth. To yeah, put I think some the miles. time's going to go pretty quickly, though. Yeah, for sure. So we'll have to balance the social yeah. time in Cannes and doing some more kind of uh, sailing and yeah. mini simulating a mini passage. Yeah. So we need to get ourselves a little bit more organized um, from kind of the short-term focus we've been on to, okay, we're actually preparing for a passage. 
So we'll have three weeks in October on, on land because we'll be off the boat because the boat will be in Navage um, to also be focused on that. So I think and, that's And Navage, I don't know, we keep using this word, but it's probably uh, specific to, to Outremer, but the gist of it, you bring it back after having used it for a period of time. And they go through the punch list and, and fix. Yeah, everything, and it's so. everything's everything from I don't know maybe your refrigerator isn't isn't properly, you know, ventilating itself. That would be an example to broken locks, you know, or or things that weren't tight or things that wiggled loose. <clears throat> so you know, big things, little things, which is actually really really great um, because when you first get a boat, there's there's always you know some kinks to work out. So yeah, and if you do it, if you. I mean, when you have a team that knows what they're doing, they come, they, they just, it's like a Formula One pit stop, you know. It they is. Fix they, stuff, they all they show up, yeah. You do it yourself and it takes like two Forever. weeks because you have to figure out where to get the parts and stuff. So right yeah. now, yeah, we, we typically enjoy that. Oh, a little bit of a, a win. little gust. But your coffee machine is working. My coffee machine works great. It's like the only system that matters on the boat that absolutely needs to work is the coffee machine. <laughs> but your hair dryer. Oh, yeah, my hair dryer. Um... Yeah. You got a French hair dryer. Yeah, French hair dryer doesn't fit in the fr- French plug. I don't get it. But It's like a, some kind of um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, regulation. So I guess in the bathroom, they have It's to got like a little shaver guy on it. And I don't know. I don't get it. And so yours, your plugs work. My, my your, yeah, your, your prongs. Well, they work in the other 220 yeah. plug, but it's not, in, it's not near a mirror. So anyway, but these are, these are champagne problems. So you know, I'm not going to It's just funny. Complain. I was laughing about it. Because yeah. uh, I guess by regulation, they have, they have to, to put have it. this and then, I don't know, your, yeah. your air dryer has the bigger one. So. Yeah. So do you have a spare set of glasses on board? Yeah. Well, it, still, it still works. Yeah. I've got some super glue for you. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, Fair winds for now. Bon vent.